Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Another month has come and gone. I can't believe we are already in March. And I'll be honest, I wasn't sure if we were going to quite make it with our goal grocery budget this month. I started doing a lot of recipe testing for our Healthy Mama Cooking Club spring meal plan. So it was a little bit tight this month, but we made it. So if you're curious to hear the meals that we ate and what we spent on groceries this month, stay tuned. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Before we dive in, I want to share how things work as a recipe developer with our grocery budget, because I've gotten this question a couple of times. I include any meals that we consume entirely as a breakfast, lunch, or dinner in our grocery budget. I don't necessarily keep them separate unless I plan on giving that meal away or it's an entire bonus meal. It's not on our meal plan. It's not something that we plan to eat as one of our full meals. Then that goes entirely into the business budget. But for the most part, when I'm recipe testing, uh, those meals are the meals that we eat. So that means that sometimes I can't use my best grocery strategies as much as I would like during these seasons. So when I'm doing a ton of recipe testing all at once. So things like using proteins in multiple meals, using up ingredients. Oftentimes I end up with bits and pieces in the fridge 
that I end up freezing or parts of leftovers I end up freezing. So this is a lot of what I'm going to be going through this month in March in the pantry purge. But I still try and focus on these things when I am recipe testing by grouping test recipes together, using similar ingredients, using the odds and ends up the next week, etc. But that's kind of how it works. If you're curious about specific grocery budgeting methods and strategies, I have several podcast episodes that I'll link in the show notes. And for my full eat well and spend less method, you can learn more in my course, Healthy Mama on a Budget, which is also linked in the show notes. Our current budget is $600 a month for our family of four, which comes out to $150 a week, though we break this down with one larger stock up at the beginning of the month, usually $250 to $300 total for that first week, and then we fill in with smaller shops, $100 or under, in between. This month, we just squeezed in at right below our goal monthly budget at $598.17, $1.83 under budget. And like I mentioned, I thought we would be a few dollars over, which is not a big deal. We have some wiggle room. We have an understanding that sometimes we're going to spend a little bit more. When I'm recipe testing, that's totally fine. But we like to stick to this budget as much as possible. So my weekly average was $149.54, which I think is pretty darn good, especially when I can't always use the strategies I want to. We also shopped at a variety of stores this month. We shopped at Aldi, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Sprouts, and did a stock up at Thrive Market and managed to stay pretty much within our budget at each store. Overall, we did shop more than I usually like to. Typically, I like to stick to one to two stores a week. Studies show that the longer we spend in stores or the more often we shop, the more likely we are to buy. So I try to use the strategy of just going one to two stores a week. But this month with the recipe testing, it didn't always happen. And this is the same for a lot of people in busy seasons. There are stores like Trader Joe's and Aldi I love, but I can't get everything I need there. And there are stores like Whole Foods that I love, but I don't want to get everything there because it's kind of pricey. And I use some Whole Foods specific strategies, but in general... I don't necessarily like to do all of my grocery shopping there, though I did two weeks out of the month and still stuck to my budget, so it is possible. As always, we plan for four to five days, always with a leftovers day in there, whether it's day five or day six, and we have a date night or a family night, and sometimes both if we plan on five meals. And no, those are not included in our grocery budget. This is for groceries only. So if we go out on a date night, that is a separate budget. And for our family night, that is out of our entertainment budget. So those aren't included here. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, $600, that's insane. We probably spend closer to $800 a month on food overall. That includes date nights and family nights or entertainment, right? So we only go out on date nights out of the house about twice a month, and then we'll do little date nights at home where we'll either cook something or we'll do takeout at home. So let's dive in to each week what we spent and what we ate. The first week of the month, we ended up shopping at three stores and I did my monthly pantry stock up at Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online grocery store 
It's kind of like a health food store with Amazon prices. It has really good prices. For the most part, it's like shopping at a place like Costco, so you get things much less expensive, or Amazon. But oftentimes I find with pantry goods at places like Costco and Amazon, you have to buy large quantities. And for the most part, you don't need to buy larger quantities at Thrive Market. So it's sort of like a discount health food store. So I love it. We've been using it for about six years This is not an ad. I have a link if you want to try it out. I think you can get $40 free groceries the first time you try it out. It is a membership, so you have to pay a yearly membership. I think it's about 60 bucks. Similar to Costco, it is well worth it. We have saved thousands of dollars on specialty goods. So we stock up on things like pantry items and snacks, uh, oils, things like that at Thrive Market about every other month. We don't necessarily shop there every month. Last month, for instance, you heard me talk about going to Costco, so we didn't do a Thrive Market order. This month, because we still had some things left over from Costco, we didn't do a Costco run. We did Thrive Market instead. So what we got at Thrive Market was some pantry items. We got jasmine rice, almond butter. I got some bulk Italian seasoning, coconut aminos, avocado oil. I got a two-pack, two green chili enchilada sauces, the Frontera brand, my favorite, bone broth protein, real salt, which is the brand. It's a mineral salt. Albacore tuna, a four-pack of those. And then we also got a bunch of snacks. We got Simple Mills cashew cream cookies, which are delicious. We got two of the Good Crisps sea salt and vinegar chips. Lesser Evil popcorn, which is my kid's favorite brand. Um, It's like a coconut oil popcorn. I love them too. Flackers crackers and some meat sticks. And those are a snack for myself and my husband. We also got a couple of um, like house goods too, because you can get house items and skincare items, things like that. But our total was $159.32 for that. The other stores we shopped at, like I said, Aldi, we spent $41.33. Whole Foods, we spent $19.35. I just had to grab a couple things there. And Trader Joe's, which was our normal grocery shop, was $108. 31. Now, I can't recall now why we ended up going to three stores. I believe the Aldi shop was like a midweek. We needed to grab a couple things. And then Whole Foods and Trader Joe's, I know, were on the same day. And obviously, the Thrive Market was online. So that came a little bit later, actually closer to the next week. So what we ate that week. The first two weeks of the month, we were really trying to focus on using what was left over in our freezer from Costco. I knew I would need to do another stock up of meat at the end of the month for the next month. So I wanted to use up what we could, but I also had some work to do as well. So we used some chicken thighs to make a takeout fakeout orange chicken and broccoli. That's a Healthy Mama Cooking Club recipe. We also made my shrimp fried rice recipe. I put that up on Instagram so you can watch me make it over there if you want to. This is a really easy 20-minute dinner that is on my website as well. And I will link any of the recipes that I share with you that are on my website. We also made a date night pasta, which is one of our favorite at-home date night dinners. It's very quick, tastes like a restaurant-worthy dinner. That recipe is on my website as well. Um, Let's see. Oh, those were the first few days of the month. I'm looking at my notes here. I jotted down notes throughout the entire month so that I would remember what we ate because it was pretty much the same as our meal plan, but we adjust things here and there. Those were the first few days of the actual month, which were the end of the week prior. So I might have talked about them at the end of January. But the first full week, like I said, 
We were trying to use up as much as we could from our last month's Costco stock up. I did need turkey for one recipe that I was working on, and they only had two pound packs at Aldi, so I decided to use it in more than one recipe. That's one of my favorite budget strategies is to stretch meat as much as possible. If you can get a larger piece and use it in more than one meal, use up ingredients by using them in more than one meal. So what I did that week was use up the rest of the chicken thighs by making some buttered chicken and rice and roasted cauliflower. Another night, I used that turkey and I made Tex-Mex turkey bowls. And with the leftover Tex-Mex turkey, I made my Tex-Mex turkey sweet potato taco pie. Longest name ever. One of the favorite recipes for years and years on my website. It's one of my mom's favorite recipes. It's the kid's favorite recipe. I will link that because it's delicious. Um, We also made honey mustard quinoa bowls. Normally, I make this with farro, but we use quinoa because we had some quinoa on hand. This is another Healthy Mama Cooking Club recipe. Super simple. You marinate the chicken in some honey mustard, and you save half of it to dress on top, cook up the grain, roast up some vegetables, throw it all together. It's really, really tasty. Everyone in my family loves that. For breakfast that week, I was testing out some new overnight oats recipes. In the first couple weeks of the month, you'll hear me eat a lot of overnight oats this last month. We also had a ton of eggs that were still left from Costco I wanted to use up, and we had some chicken sausage as well. So I actually didn't even do a lot of smoothies that week. I did a lot of overnight oats, eggs, and the rest of the chicken sausage. The kids mostly ate yogurt. They had some smoothies too. For lunches, we did leftovers. I made a peanut chicken salad. That is a recipe redo. It's been on my website for years. It needed an upgrade. So that's going to be up on the rest on the website in a couple of weeks and uh, on Instagram as well. Kids did a lot of their usual snack plates. So most of the time, my kids have some sort of a protein or and or some sort of a main. Sometimes they'll do like a PB&J sandwich. But most of the time, it's some sort of a deli meat. They'll do leftovers sometimes too. Sometimes it's just cheese, but some sort of a protein, a fruit, and a vegetable. That is their most frequently eaten lunch. They are both homeschooled right now, but when they're in school, it's the same deal. We do a main, a fruit, a vegetable, and some sort of a side. So at home, oftentimes it's some sort of a cracker or sometimes like a cookie with lunch, something like that. So we keep it really simple for lunches. I got asked on Instagram this last month if my grocery budget included lunches. It does. It includes lunches and breakfast. We just keep it simple. Same thing with snacks. We try to keep snacks pretty simple, mostly whole food based, not necessarily from whole foods, but we try and keep it to things like hard cooked eggs and cheese and deli meat and fruit and peanut butter and things like that. Any of the snacks that I mentioned in my Thrive Market haul are basically the snacks my kids got for the month other than fruit and cheese and things like that. So that is what we did for week one. Week two, we did a mini shop at Costco because I was already in the plaza. It's in a plaza with a Target and I was already at Target and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop over to Costco and just get a couple of things. We were out of eggs, so I got some eggs. I got a two-pack of Dave's Killer Bread, which my husband and kids really like. And what else did I get from there? There was one other thing I got. Oh, I also got a bottle of wine, but that's not included in this. Um, (laughs) But basically, I got like three things from there. I spent $29.23 in and out. I think the people at Costco were like, 
are you sure this is it? I'm like, yep, that's it. That's all I need. It's less expensive to buy there. So I might as well go in and just buy like two or three things if I'm going to use it. And we did. We actually still have a little bit of the bread left that we are finishing up this week. And we are already into the first week of March right now. So pretty good deal. And we just finished up the eggs literally yesterday. So it was worth it. I also shopped at Aldi for my main shop. Uh, I spent $51.42 there. And at Sprouts, I spent $15.94 to grab a couple of things that we needed. I actually shared this example over on Instagram because we went into Sprouts just to get a red onion and some garlic. And I ended up leaving with a couple of extra snacks as well because they were on sale. This is one of the reasons why I recommend shopping less often because we are more likely to spend more when we go to the grocery store more often. And I was an example of that that week. And that's okay. It happens. I still stuck to my budget. I only spent like $10 more than I would have otherwise. But if you think about that, if it's $10 a week, that's an extra $40 a month. That adds up over time. In terms of meals for the second week, on Sunday, we had planned on doing my veggie meat sauce, but it was the Super Bowl My kiddos wanted to watch the Super Bowl and we hadn't planned on going to a party or anything like that because it was a school night and my kids have never been that into the Super Bowl, but they were into it this year. So we went ahead and made some nachos. We had everything on hand. I used one of my last pounds of ground beef from Costco. We made up some taco seasoned beef. We added on tops. We had some cilantro. We had some jalapenos. We had cheese. We served it with sour cream. We had a little bit of guacamole left over from Costco as well. We had tortilla chips. We had pretty much everything. Oh, we bought a can of refried beans and my husband went out and got a couple of beers. So that's what we had for the Super Bowl. The next night, I started doing some recipe testing for the cooking club. So I made chicken tinga tacos. These are actually coming to the recipe club. The recipe club. The recipe club. I like that. In any case, it's the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, and if you're in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, then it comes out today, so it's already in your inbox, and uh, when you're listening to this, chances are, and if you're not in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, come and join us. It starts at only $3 a month, and each week I send you meal inspiration with family-friendly recipes. So I tested the chicken tinga tacos for the first time that day. And then we had leftovers the second night. So we ate it twice. My my family was a big fan. I knew I needed to test it again. So you will hear we did end up doing it again the next week. Just how it goes sometimes. We don't oftentimes repeat the exact same meal two weeks in a row. But I needed to, I, I kind of pushed that one off for a while. But it was one of those recipes I was pretty sure everyone was going to love, which they did. We also don't often do the same exact thing two nights in a row, but it just made sense to do it this week, which happens sometimes where I'm like, we already have all of the ingredients. We might as well just have the same thing. Sometimes we mix it up a little bit, but my family was pretty happy with it. So we did chicken tinga tacos two nights in a row. We did skillet chicken parmesan with pasta and roasted broccoli. My veggie meat sauce, which is basically an easy meat sauce, and I add vegetables to it. So I add shredded zucchini. I add chopped mushrooms. I add shredded sweet potato. We serve that up with bonza chickpea pasta. And the last night of the week, my husband made me dinner because it was Valentine's week, and I had to do recipe testing and videos and things like that during the week. So he decided to make me dinner on Friday night. So he made some of his Greek potatoes, which is a recipe that he found that's similar to his favorite Greek restaurant he went to growing up. 
He made uh, and he grilled up some peppers and onions and some sausage, and it was pretty good. So that was week number two. For breakfast, I did smoothies and, surprise, surprise, more overnight oats. And the kids also did yogurt and smoothies and toast with peanut butter. And for lunches, we, oh, the other thing we got at Costco, now I remember, we also got some deli meat. We got some ham because we were out of deli meat. So my husband and the kids had ham sandwiches, and I also made some veggie meatloaf muffins with the leftover zucchini and mushrooms from the veggie meat sauce. And so I had those for lunches as well. Week three, we did not go to as many grocery stores, thank goodness. So we went to Whole Foods for our main shop. We spent $79.23, and then we checked out a new farmer's market, which was not as good as our other farmer's market, but there was a lot going on downtown, um, and so I didn't want to venture into downtown and go to the farmer's market, so we tried out a new one, and we probably won't. We could go back for other things, but for food, for vegetables, it wasn't as exciting as I was hoping it was going to be, but we spent $14 there in cash on vegetables. So we ended up getting what we needed, but we didn't get anything extra or special, but we stayed on budget, which was good. Meals that week were, not surprisingly, like I mentioned before, we had the same chicken tacos. We had to do a second test of those chicken tacos the next week. We turned the leftovers into enchiladas. So those were really delicious. So that is a recipe, like I said, It's in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club right now. It's what I like to call a double-up recipe where you use leftovers from one night, turn it into another meal. It's a great budget saver and also a time saver. We also had sheet pan shawarma chicken. That's coming to the cooking club later this month. Zupa Toscana. That's already in the cooking club. And roasted veggie tacos. We've been doing a lot of tacos lately and no one in my family is complaining. We love tacos in our house. For breakfast, we did my usual smoothies and the kids did yogurt and granola. I tested a spring strawberry peanut butter granola recipe and everyone is pretty obsessed with that. So that's coming to the cooking club in April. I might share that on Instagram too because it was a winner and it's a pretty easy one. So that one might get shared as well. So that's what we had for breakfast on week three. And then for lunches, for the first few days, I had chicken shawarma salads using the leftover sheet pan shawarma chicken. That's a recipe that's going to go in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club spring meal plan. Really easy chopped salad with leftover chicken and some toasted pita chips on top. And the rest of the week, we just did leftovers, kind of whatever was in the fridge. And I didn't write it down, but I am fairly certain the kids just did snack plates that week as well. And then last week, week four, again, we only went to one main grocery store and then grabbed a couple things at Target because we were already there and they didn't have a couple of the things I needed at Whole Foods. So we spent $71.87 at Whole Foods and $8.17 at Target. So we were still on track with our groceries. We just squeezed in under $600. We made a whole chicken that I turned into broth, and on the side, I served it up with some leftover kale from the Zupa Toscana last week. That was a third test I wanted to make sure was ready for the cooking club, so I had leftover kale from that. I didn't plan on using the kale in more than one meal last week, so I'm glad we got to use it this week, and then I also had some frozen carrots that we roasted up. 
that recipe or method, I guess, is also on my website if you want to see how I roast up frozen veggies. It's one of my favorite ways to use frozen vegetables. It's a great inexpensive way to keep vegetables on hand that don't go bad. We also made some salsa verde pork. I turned that into salsa verde pork bowls with a pineapple salsa. I'm really excited about that cooking club recipe. And then I turned those into quesadillas for lunches for myself and my husband. We did chicken schnitzel with a sweet and sour cabbage, kind of a German-style recipe. And oh my gosh, I need to toot my own horn. That is the best cabbage I have ever tasted in my entire life. I am so excited <laughs> to share that recipe. And then my classic chicken soup using the leftover chicken from the whole chicken and the broth that I made. And then I made a shrimp scampi that I turned into a shrimp scampi pasta uh, with some bread on the side was not a veggie-heavy dish, but you know what? Sometimes it's the end of the week and you gotta do what you gotta do. We just needed dinner on the table. And then the last night was date night. That's tonight. Tonight is date night. I haven't gotten here yet. No idea what we're going to eat, but we are going to a little local beer festival. So we're going to try some local craft brews and probably eat something from a food truck. I am recording this the day before it goes out. So tonight we're having shrimp scampi. It's already made. It's just waiting for me. My husband has the kids right now. So you kind of know what's going on right now. Tomorrow's date night. I'm very excited. But that's it. That was the end of February and the beginning of March. I forgot to mention this week's breakfast. I did smoothies a couple days. I made Greek egg cups, which is a recipe redo, recipe refresh that is also going to be on the Healthy Mama Cooking Club spring meal plan. Um, I also had some yogurt and granola one day. My husband's been doing yogurt and granola, finishing up that granola from the other week. I made some chia pudding for my nine-year-old. My youngest daughter does pretty much every single day, yogurt and honey. She was telling me this morning too, she's like, mommy, did you know that if you put yogurt or if you put honey on yogurt, it makes it sweet and delightful? I was like, I did know that, Ren. It is sweet and delightful. So that's what she's been having. We've had fruit on the side as well. I had some leftover cherries from doing a chocolate-covered cherry overnight oat and some pineapple leftover from that pineapple salsa. So we've been having that as well. We do get in lots of fruits and vegetables. I don't always mention it, but we get lots of fruits and vegetables alongside our mains or as snacks. Most often, we have fruit as snacks as well. And for lunches, like I mentioned, we had the leftover pork in quesadillas. I also recipe tested some cashew chicken lettuce cups, which are meant to be a dinner, but I ate them for lunches. And that was it. That is what we ate this month and what we spent. $598.17 for our family of four in the month of February. Next month is, or this month really, is the Healthy Mama Pantry Purge. We are actually kicking off today. If you are listening to this on the day it comes out, I will be live in the pop-up Facebook group at three o'clock Eastern. If you are listening to this later, as the vast majority of you will, you can still join at bit.ly slash pantry purge. It's totally free. We are spending the month of March going through our pantries and our freezer, using as much as we can, saving as much as we can, avoiding food waste. It's so fun to get to the end of the month and realize how much you saved and how much you cleaned out, especially with the start of spring. Best way to start spring, in my opinion. I will also be sharing updates over on Instagram, um, so be sure to follow over there at Healthy Mama Chris. I'll be sharing my meals over there. And of course, I'll be back next month sharing with you how it went, doing recipe testing and the pantry purge 
what we ate and what we spent. I heard from a lot of you last month that you found these helpful, so we are going to continue on this series of bonus episodes, what we ate and what we spent, as much as you guys find it helpful. So if you find it helpful, please let me know over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris or at Healthy Mama Kitchen Pod. I would love to hear from you. If you have specific topics you want to learn more about, whether it's about meal planning or meal prep or food budgeting or cooking, please reach out. I want to make these podcasts as useful as possible for you. This month coming up, we have episodes on making school lunches a little more interesting partway through the year, how to write your grocery list to save more money on food, bulk buying, do's and don'ts, and so much more. And in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, for the home cook level, I have a bonus episode all on my Healthy Mama pantry staples and spice staples. So if you're curious about how to restock after the pantry purge, that is a great episode for you to listen to if you're in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you're not yet in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, I already mentioned it once, so I'll just be brief here. Think about the Healthy Mama Cooking Club as an extension of this podcast. Yes, we have bonus podcast episodes every month. I do a bonus cooking video every month. I put out quick tips every couple of weeks. This month coming up in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, I am sharing a veggie ebook with a bunch of ideas to eat more veggies for you and your kids because that's one of the things I get asked a lot. How do I incorporate vegetables in more interesting ways for myself and my family. And you will get weekly meal inspiration with grocery lists and prep plans if you want to use them or just recipes. There are at least two member-exclusive recipes every single month. You'll get the recipes that I share on Instagram and my website first always. So there's a lot of goodness over there in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. So you can head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris. You will support this podcast. You'll help keep this podcast as low ad as possible, as well as get dinner inspiration for your family. I think it's a win-win for everyone. So head over to patreon.com slash healthy mama Chris. Join us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club or and or join me over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. Tell me what you want to see more of. Let me know if these episodes are helpful and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.